Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I am so unbelievably jealous of of the Yankee fan this morning and the Indians fan this morning. Um, Not so much the Indians fan because they're expected to win and you have a lot of nerves there and you're Mm -hmm. thinking this could go horribly wrong. But even that feeling is invigorating. But Hmm. to have a team in the postseason like this playing in... Mm -hmm an elimination game, to go yeah. to the ALCS, just to wake up the whole day, you're thinking yeah. about it. You're just alive. Yeah. And when you don't have a team in the postseason, it's just like, yeah. uh, It's old hat, man. You get used to it, dog. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, every year is like this. You know, it's kind of right. like the holidays. They come around every year, right? Same thing here. Used to it. Yeah, it's nothing. Just comes around just every a, year. Just another day in October. Right. That's for, it. For Beautiful. You. Yeah. How you doing? Doing all right. Great. I'm annoyed at this U.S. soccer thing. Why? I'm so annoyed. We don't annoyed. give a damn about soccer in no. this country? No, I'll tell you. why. When are you going to give up that voice, by the way? What? <laughs> what voice? Whatever the hell you're doing is just. This is me. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful Wednesday. Okay. Hump day. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, can so, you dig it? Yes, I can dig all it. All right. So the, and I'll tell you why I'm annoyed. And no, I'm not a guy who watches MLS games or I'm not a guy that sits around and and goes to a bar to watch Premier League soccer, even though I was trying to get into that after the last World Cup because I was so into it. But the last couple of years, I have immensely enjoyed the World Cup. It has been so much fun, especially in 2014. I was convinced to go to a bar by actually the man who is the VP of communications for the Pittsburgh Penguins who would listen to my show in Pittsburgh all the time, and I would complain about U.S. soccer, how they need to be better, and... This is why nobody cares. And he said, why don't you come to this bar and watch the game with me? The whatever, I guess it was the first round last year. And I was just hooked. I mean, people chanting and the scarves and the yelling and just was totally into it. And then around July 4th of 2014, that week, they ended up playing Germany. That's when they got eliminated four years ago. And I sought out the place that everybody watches it on Long Island. And I went there and I took two friends and we're sitting there, we're chanting, we're having a great time. And I said, I cannot wait for four years from now to do it all over again, man. This is awesome. Now, I don't know if I can keep up my soccer fandom for the four years in between, but I tell you, in 2018, my ass is going to be there and I'm going to be into it. And now, this is just me as a casual fan. Think about the people that really, really care about this. And now we don't get the opportunity to see that because last night we were eliminated from even competing in the thing because we are that bad. We suck so bad we don't even get a chance to play in the thing as they lose to already eliminated Trinidad and friggin' Tobago. Who had lost like seven out of their last eight matches, and you didn't even need to beat these idiots. All you had to do was tie, and you didn't. You lost 2-1, and the U.S., the mighty U.S. of A., 
doesn't even get a chance to be embarrassed in the World Cup. There was a soccer match last night. Yeah. Oh, huh. Couldn't tell, Gio. Uh, first things first, anytime you mention Germany, Boating. The announcer, I just love the way he pronounces that, and uh, they always whip us. Secondly, who wants to go to Russia, man? Nobody want to go to Russia. Come on, dog. That's where the World Cup is taking place. You know, all the teams have been bribed. Nobody wants to go to Russia, especially everything they're doing over here in the U.S. to compromise our elections. So nobody wants to go there. Uh, and then thirdly, there are a lot of people, I'm sure, that are in my camp. There are a lot that maybe be in your camp, the casual fan that was looking forward to it. I'm still looking forward to the World Cup. The World Cup is always fun. It, it's always interesting. Yes, yeah. it, it, it has more appeal, more traction if it's your country's playing in it. But what usually happens when we're in it? We usually get but, beat. Right. But at least we're in it, right? right. I got yeah, you. I, I got mean, you. But, and, and no one expects us to go in yeah. and, and win the thing or beat Brazil or beat Germany. Just but, to be there right. and compete like last year or last time four years ago against Germany. Yeah. They competed and it was like even the people that were there didn't expect to win right. the match. But it was more like, man, we're here and we're taking a step forward and this is cool. you know. Right. And lastly, you, you lose what, four, time, four times in these qualifying rounds and you have to depend on others. Uh, that's something you never want to do. You don't want to have your fate. Uh, in the hands of others, and it was Panama, I believe, and Honduras, Me- and Honduras, and, and Mexico. Yeah, really. Think the Mex- Mexico wants to help us out right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it, it's interesting how it all came down, and all this confluence of events. Uh, it, it was just amazing, and, and one by one, they all seemed to occur when you didn't think it could happen, and yet yeah, uh, U.S. would be fine. They would get in. This is not going to happen. This shoe right here will not drop. And then everything that you didn't expect to occur, it, it, it occurred. And and so, yeah, we're on the outside looking looking in, but I think you still will see this, this huge fervor for the World Cup, even though our team, America, is not involved in it. I, I see, and I, we've talked about this before, just my brother and his friends, and they loved – Soccer and they're watching the highlights on their on their phones uh, year round, and it seems like it happens year round. It's like these guys never get a break. Maybe that's why they make so much money, but because they're playing year round. But uh, it, it stings now, and it probably will sting for for a while for those who watch it uh, more intently than we do. But uh, I, I think once the World Cup rolls around, even though there's not an American team there. Universally, everyone would be tuning in. Well, sure, in. universally, but there's a lot of American soccer fans that are devastated by yeah. this. I mean, absolutely devastated. And it's the the same arguments come up now. Uh, the reason why we can't compete is because our best athletes are playing different sports. I'm so tired of that excuse. And I know that we don't have to be the best in everything, but just be in the conversation. <laughs> and they can't even be in the conversation. In 2010, losing to Ghana, in the, in the least they did it in the World Cup. And then you know, they, they, they lose to places that can't flush their toilets without their Man, lights going flush off. flush the toilet in Ghana. It's my whole country. No, no, no. It's not. You didn't let me <laughs> no, finish. Without their lights country. going off. <laughs> I mean, they, they can't. I remember the, the Ghanaians had to, because so many people were watching TVs, that they had to shut off their lights because if they uh. had all the TVs running and the lights at the same time, the whole country was going to explode. <laughs> and and now, now we this is what's happening. And Trinidad and Tobago's got the population of Memphis. Yeah. 
And so, and I know that you think, all right, so the every the, one of their best athletes is a, a soccer player there. But we still have so many damn people here. we got to be able to produce better athletes in this. And you bring in Jurgen Klinsmann. You think you have a more European style. That ends up uh, backfiring. You bring Bruce Arena back, thinking and that's going to do something. And that ends up backfiring. It's just absolutely pathetic. And I really don't even think the expectations are crazy. I just think that, you know, slowly take a step forward and compete. And, and But how do we go about amassing our team? Do we do it in the same manner as these other countries? No. You mentioned Trinidad Tobago, and, and this is number one on their mind. Uh, they they train year-round. They want to be involved in this. There's this so is, few people. Though. I understand it's so few people, but... This is a daily deal for them. It's not daily for us, is it? Well, and it then is, you have these certain, for a certain community. Well, I mean, it, c- certain guys go to college, and how long is that season? Uh, what three, four months but it, the, at, at the most? But the guys that are on the the U.S. men's national team—that's a year-round thing for them. A lot of these guys play. They're playing know, in Europe. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the best so, ones are. Well, if they're the best ones, why aren't we winning then? I mean, if they're I, able to exactly. go to, go to Europe and, and play and get. <laughs> Therein get, get lies the question, Brian Jones. Yeah, What's hell, going on? Why can't they bring that same performance, that same production from Europe here and, and help us get to the World Cup? I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't have the answer to that. But it is it is horribly so, embarrassing. Really? It's, you feel it, that it's, way? It, I, it's really, really it's embarrassing. It really bothered you. It wow. did. Okay. I mean, I, because I mean, if you had experienced what I experienced four years ago, you'd feel exactly the same I way. Exper- I get into it. I remember... Uh, Eight years ago, watching it over in the DR, and you have expats from all over the globe, whether it's Germany, it's Italy, it's Canada, and being in these bars over there watching this and people going nuts like we do about the Super Bowl, like we do about March Madness. And, we don't have, and it I've comes around once every four years. I was watching Ghana kick our butt. Yeah. I was w- watching it a, a four years ago when it was down in Rio. So now we don't, have any, we don't have any of that. We don't all have right. that. I got nothing so to root for. I, I get into it, but I, I'm not as crestfallen as you well, are. I mean, because it's, it's once every four years. And now you have nothing to root for. I mean, and it's it's of course you get over it, but I mean it stinks. It's not like it's not like your team being eliminated from postseason contention because you go back at it next year. This is so now the there's going to be an eight year gap. Eight years a long damn time. Like you could be think about it in terms of you're a freshman in high school and then you graduate college in that amount of time. But when we see the U.S. in between World Cups, because if they even qualify. The next time around. I mean, it's just absolutely pathetic. And, I mean, it, it really is. Okay. And in Trinidad, Tobago wasn't even, they were eliminated themselves. They had nothing to play for. They had nothing. They to, had pride. Nothing to play they had for. pride. And, and, and according to anybody who's a soccer expert last night, they, they knew immediately when the match started that they had nothing. That they yeah, were they just, were saying they were, they were uh, there was no energy, no passion, no nothing. They had nothing out there. And, and, and. You get what you had, they they lose, and then all the other things occurred that uh, needed to happen for them to be shut out as far as uh, the, the World Cup. And so get over it, dog. It's going to be all right. You need a hug? I <laughs> no, got you. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, okay. It, right. uh, and and, and what, do you, what do you root for now? I know that there's a lot of people. Boating. Uh, Germany. You want to root for Germany? I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess Italy would be my next one, but I've, I've talked about this many times. Like, I don't really Juventus? feel like an Italian. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's Italian heritage there, but as I've, I've said many times on the show, you know, my, when my wife says, you know, I'm 100 percent Italian, it's like, yeah, okay, well, let me drop you off at <laughs> Firenze at midnight and see how if you get right. to the get to the subway, you know, yeah, exactly. Good luck. 
You know, I mean, I, I mean, we're we're Americans. But you know? on it, once the tournament starts, you you'll naturally gravitate to a certain squad. I don't no? know. I don't know. Don't you usually? Man. Their personalities. And, and I don't you, think you, so. I, I, once they 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 roll out all the, the 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 features on different players, you'll naturally gravitate to a team. That's usually what happens. Yeah, I don't Except know for if that it's team. Is it Argentina with the guy who bites people? Oh yeah, Suarez. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, he's he's Argentinian. Yeah, yeah, we won't uh, gravitate to him. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, maybe I should. Maybe that'll be my guy. It's rooting for a, a bite at some point <laughs> during the World Cup. But I, I that I was I was planning everything out where I was going to no go. Way. There was a bar and in, in Bayshore, I was going to see if they. Are were, you serious? Oh yeah, that's where I went four years ago. It was awesome. It was, I'm telling you, it was one of the best days I. I had. agree. It's fun, especially when you're dealing with people who are cheering for other countries, and, and it's a cool experience. No, that, that's the, that's where I disagree because everybody in there was cheering for the well, same thing. I, that's what made it cool. Is the whole place like here in New York? You got Mets fans, you got Yankee fans, you got Knicks fans, you got Nets fans, you got Giants. Fans, you got Jets fans. In there, everybody's on the same page, and everybody's chanting the same crap. What and, What made it cool for me, and I'm speaking to me personally, was being around all these other different nationalities, and yes, watching America do their thing in advance. That. No, that was cool, yeah, man. I want to be that a was... big, provincial, pig-headed American <laughs> that's just farting on everybody else. Well, you got that down. Yep, that's yeah. right. That's what you I want. You don't have to wish or, or dream. <laughs> I, you got it. I want just us. It's us, man. Red, white, and blue. Let's go out. And the underdog, that's another thing that's great about it. Whereas in the Olympics with basketball, you're supposed to win. You're supposed to crush these teams. If you lose, it's a calamity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas in soccer, you're thinking in the World Cup, you beat one of these. It's the greatest. It's a miracle. If they ever won the thing, it would be an absolute miracle. And now you don't even have that opportunity. So, I Damn. mean, it's, um, no, that it's, sucks. it's a bad one. I agree. And I, and I know there's all sorts of conversations about you know, how do you make it better? Do you make it a, you know, do you, do you convince people who are playing football now because of the concussion stuff to come over to this side? But there are concussion then, issues in soccer as well. That's been well documented. Yeah, but it's... That's why you're taking the, the head, heading the ball out of, of soccer at the youth levels. <laughs> I mean, how can that... You can't do anything. No, you, you, no you're... No, really, just stay in the house, dog. <laughs> Don't run into anything, okay? Yeah, stay in the house and watch the World Cup. <laughs> Look cheer for, for another try team? To try to find the U.S. So we cheer for Canada, maybe? Uh, Mexico? Is the, is the Canadians in there? I don't doubt it. They got to be in there, right? I don't think Come so. There, are they? I don't think Canada's in the World Cup. I don't feel like Canadian soccer is a thing. <laughs> like American soccer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I really know. It's, eh? <laughs> really? You Americans say that about us? I remember uh, Roberto Baggio. Who played on the 1994 Italian team? He was like one of the best players in the world mm-hmm. at the time, and I remember him. And then in Italy, didn't Italy win it in 2006? Anybody know that? Well, if you say so, yeah, go for it. Sure. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm yeah. just making sure. So I, uh, so I guess I mean I have a what's that? Italy won in 06. And Italy mm-hmm. won in 06. So I guess I guess I'd have to go. Gotta there. go. I you gotta go, go there. Italy. Yeah. You got any number of countries to go to. I know. I got Uzbekistan. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can just pick one out of Europe. uh, Uzbekistan. Are they in the World Cup? Ancestry.com didn't really say where my my European heritage was from. You got to go Ghana. And and I got to go Ghana, right? Yeah. 
Well, Ghana, I I have a Ghana soccer. I've, I've got a Ghana soccer T-shirt that. Uh, That's so, right. You do wear that all the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. So so they made you a fan after they beat America. No, I told you that same guy who brought me to that World Cup game. The uh-huh. his name's Tom McMillan. He's a mm-hmm. VP of communications for the Penguins. He because I went on just I went nuts after they lost to Ghana in 2010, and he had never forgotten about that rant. And he went out and got me a Ghana soccer T-shirt, but. Hmm. Uh, that's that's why I have the thing. So it's got to be Ghana. So Ghana's in. Ghana's good, man. Ghana soccer. Let's right. go. Cool. <laughs> Let's go, Ghana. Yeah, yeah. They've got uh, they've got Uganda in the third. No, nah, I can't go for Idi Amin. No, Mm-mm. no, no. <laughs> Who do you think Idi Amin? You said Idi Amin was Joel Embiid. Joel oh, Embiid. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Oh, he got Idi got paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's got Cameroon, maybe. Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast is another one. Uh, go Cameroon. Former girlfriend married a prince from there. Sure. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. for you, Cameroon. it's either Cameroon or... No, it's Ghana. Or it's Ghana. That's All what right. Ancestry.com said. I'm 88% African. All Duh. Right. What about you guys now? Where are you going? Mikey B? I can't root for any other country. I mean, it's tough, I right? It. I'm not going to be able to really get into Italy. But if you were, if you were forced to... Israel, I guess. Are they in the World Cup? <laughs> nope. Uh, Puerto Rico, right? If they are, yeah. I don't think. If not, I'll pick Russia. Well, Puerto Rico's not a country. Why are you going to pick Russia? Yeah, you would pick Russia. <laughs> Wait a second. You hear that? He's yeah. gonna... <laughs> he would. Republican Pete. He would pick Russia, right, yeah. Puerto they, Rico's they, not in the World Cup. They're a U.S. territory. That's right. You guys nuts. But they can still be in the World Cup, can't they? No. Yes. They're not a country. We played Puerto Rico in the World Baseball Classic. Isn't that different? Why is it different? Well, I think that because it's World a- Baseball Classic, so they don't consider themselves American in that deal. Puerto Rico have their own soccer. Puerto team? Rico they, has their own they don't, soccer team. They don't. Oh, like, they don't consider themselves American, considering the response they're getting after this hurricane. <laughs> oh my goodness, Puerto Rico! All right, yeah. And, did you say Russia? You are terrible. I guess they do. You said, "Wow, look at that!" So. Pizza, the Russian team. Wow. Only if Puerto Rico wasn't there. I'm on Puerto Rico. So. All right. Puerto Rico. How did Why would you take Russia? <laughs> Got good communication. Come on. It was a joke, I think, Brian. I think no. he's where he no, was going with that. Mm-mm. I think it was a joke. Mm-mm. I hope it was. Let's hope it was. All right. Well, Brian doesn't care that we stink at soccer. I do. He doesn't care about much of anything. I. That's not true. <laughs> care about a lot. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. That just didn't rip. Right. Yeah, what what does? Oh, why don't you tell me that before we start the show? How why? Well, because I then no, I got to sit I, here I and yell, to, and you go, "Oh, there's a soccer game last night." I wanted to talk about it. Oh, did no, you? No, I was being, I was joking, saying that. Yeah, okay. Because I, I've I've seen all the the uproar about them losing this morning, and uh, I go, like, "Oh, wow, okay." People were highly upset about this, which I. Imagine they are, but what we have the same conversation every four years after the World Cup. Okay, is this is this is when the, there's really going to be some traction around soccer in the USA? Yeah, and, well, and what happened? That, Nothing. Not having that conversation this year. That's no. for sure, because well, it is over. So, and, and it's Bruce Arena who's the the, the coach now, and yep. and so do they get rid of him like they did Klinsman, and they look elsewhere. I mean, what's the which route to, does American soccer go now? I don't know. That's a that's another really good question. I don't know where they go, but something's got to change majorly. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Want to get your thoughts on the U.S. not participating in the World Cup this year. They did not qualify. Brad Heller is in for Bogus today. 
I don't know if he's a soccer guy or not. He's all he's a very depressed Bogey? man. Bogey sick? He was that depressed? No, no, no. About we, the loss? we talked about this. He's doing career day today at the school. So Remember? career day means you get get the day off. I'm yeah. gonna do career day. Can y'all? Oh, I didn't go to high school around here. Damn. We're coming right back. Hi, this is U.S. men's soccer legend Landon Donovan, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. All right. I, I just <laughs> want you to know, I, I, I want to say it now before I forget to say it. I appreciate y'all. Independent observer Brad Heller is here. I never what? thought I'd be the positive presence in the room. Right. Was that mean? Nobody said, said you were the positive presence. I said it was presence. a little snapshot into our world. I didn't think that that was a mean thing. I thought just, that was just like I a, think it was a realistic, accurate representation for the moment. Right. I'd ask you a damn thing, man. <laughs> I did. I just want you all, all to know I'm going to forget all of you, but thank you for the experience. Appreciate I don't know you. what you're talking about. Appreciate man. it. Man, Gio, you're the orchestrator of all this. Orchestrator, you, what? You're the leader. You're I don't the, even you, know. In the words you're... of Bush Jones in Tennessee, you're the leadership rep. Whatever <laughs> the hell that means. What are you even talking about? That's what they were asking Bush Jones the other day because he keeps coming up with these corny sayings. Leadership rep and champion of life. Just win a damn football game. Is there medication that you need? No, I quit taking that damn medication that stuff makes you worse what for the adhd all that no medication you need it. natural high just high off life you feel it and this is working for you whatever's going on you hear that chris forrester how life yes why is it always wednesdays that you come in have no absolutely out of your mind i am still wired from inside college football or something i don't know this is about life Yes! I'm learning lessons about life. Yeah, life! Kick life in the ass! Life! Yeah, Pagano! Yeah! Take life! That Trinidad, Tobago! We're gonna it, win in life! We've been having a soccer game! Is it Tobago or Tobago? Tobago, Tobago, a bagel, whatever. I think it's Donut, Tobago. Donut, bagel. Bread. Tobago. I was gonna go with Tobago, but. Yeah, I think I mean, it's Tobago. Tobago. I like Tobago. Oh. You like Tobago. True. All right. Well, life! Let's call the whole You like thing jam? Off. I like jelly. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just this letting you get it all out. You know, all of y'all. Sorry, right, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna sneak up on you. So I still have no idea mm, what you're you, talking you about. You gonna know when I sneak up on you? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. So happy to be back. <laughs> Who invited you anyway? Hello. Brian it's a long Ellis. story. Did you remember the R&B song? I asked you a question two minutes ago. And you still haven't answered it. What was the R&B song? I you? like. I like what we just heard coming out of the break. Andrew Bogish is out at career day today. Is that what it is? I believe that's what it is. Yes, it's career day at his high school. Not a concert. Uh, not no, a concert right. this time. Right. No, he's actually done a pretty good job. He's gone to concerts during the week and actually showed up the next day. Uh, we got on that for him early. But he is uh, he's at uh, career day telling everybody about this wonderful business that we, we all work in. And I believe he's got a, a Brad Heller... <laughs> picture there and he's pointing it out look see how happy this man is you can <laughs> you can be him uh, did you do a little yankees pregame the other day i heard i did yeah oh, from cool. the hard rock cafe it was uh it was fun going into game three <laughs> no was, uh, it was where is the hard rock cafe <laughs> right attached to the stadium so we did an oh. hour pregame show leading into game three so cool. it was uh it's pretty cool now yeah, I, I, i've you. i've heard from others who attended and they said that's one of the loudest that that's the loudest they've heard that stadium in a while the wild card game against the Twins, that place was nuts. Yeah. It was nuts that night. It was interesting game three because they still did the – they have to do the uh, baseline introductions again, game three, which is kind of 
a little strange, but they booed Joe Girardi like right. crazy. I heard that. Um, but once they went ahead, it was the one nothing game they yeah. won. And once um, Greg Bird homered, then the place was rocking again. Yeah. And then same thing with um, the Indians kicked the ball over the place in game four. So Good for you, Ooh. man. It's a nice yeah. little nice little gig that you had there. Proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> proud of you, son. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It was, you. You uh, made us proud. It yeah. was very cool to be a part of it. Yeah. So, All right, you got an update for, for us this morning? <laughs> I do. Rough morning for U.S. soccer guys, which will now miss next year's World Cup after the 2-1 loss to Trinidad and Tobago. First time since 1986. Here's forward Josie Altador. Yeah, this is a huge blow. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Um, you know, it'd be easy to walk away now and then say, you know, you know, you've had enough is enough, but you got to use this as motivation, though. Argentina did qualify, though, a hat-trick from Lionel Messi in a 3-1 win over Ecuador. Baseball playoffs, interesting situation for the Nationals. Yesterday's rainout with the Cubs at Wrigley means Steven Strasburg would be on full rest for Game 4 today. Nats trailing the series two games to one, but USA Today says Strasburg told the team he's too sick to start. He was wheezing after a half-mile run. So it's going to be Tanner Roark, who would have started yesterday, opposite Jake Arrieta. Bryce Harper says elimination games, though, nothing new to them. It'll be fun. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think everybody on our team is, too. And so, uh, you know, like Zee said, you know, we've won two before. Um, you know, we've faced elimination before as well. That one starts at 4 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Eastern in Cleveland, the deciding game five for the Indians and the Yankees. Terry Francona's club not focusing on the fact that his team has blown a 2 nothing series lead. Because we don't view it like that. Um, I think if you viewed it like that, you could set yourself up to press. We play every game like it's our last game. The same pitching matchup as game two, Corey Kluber and CC Sabathia. From the NFL, the Saints trading Adrian Peterson to the Cardinals for a conditional draft pick. Arizona releasing veteran Chris Johnson. Tom Brady missed Patriots practice for the first time this season, a left shoulder injury. Pats will take on the Jets on Sunday. From the NBA, the Sixers reportedly giving center Joel Embiid a five-year contract extension worth $148 million. Hockey, the Las Vegas Golden Knights honored the victims of last week's shooting as well as first responders in their first home game. They beat the Coyotes 5-2. Their first, they were the first NHL expansion team to start 3-0. Guys? All right, Brad, thanks. We will talk to you in an hour. So the Washington Nationals and their fans are just beside themselves because after what they saw, even though it was in a loss from Steven Strasburg in his first start in the series against the Cubs with no-hit inning after no-hit inning, they're thinking, all right, he's going to be pitching game four of this series against the Cubs. I mean, you need him. It's an elimination game. Yeah. He's going to be pitching. Right. Well, then Dusty Baker said, no, Tanner Roark's going to pitch. And then people said, excuse me. And then the answers for why he wasn't going to pitch were even more confusing. Because first, he's saying that, well, he threw his bullpen, and because he threw his bullpen on this day, then he can't pitch. And they said, well, wait a second, he threw it on Monday. Right. You said Tuesday. And then he went back and was like, oh, yeah, well, uh, never mind. It doesn't matter anyway. It's just because he's he's sick. He's under the weather, and he doesn't have enough endurance. And Roark gives us the best chance to win. It all sounds a little fishy to me, but listen to Dusty Baker explain this sickness thing. And tell me if you're buying this. You know, a lot of my team is kind of under the weather with the change of weather and the air conditioning in the hotel and the air conditioning here. And um, this is time of the year, you know, for mold around Chicago. I think it's mold because I got, I mean, I have it too. So, you know. I mean, people are laughing, but he's serious. 
Like he's has he been working here? A lot of construction is going on. I mean, he's either he's either serious about it or he's lying his ass off. But he's not joking. It's one. It's, right. it's one of the and, two. And, and Dusty managed there in Chicago, so he knows the area, he knows the climate, and all that. But that's that's uh, interesting. Uh, excuse or rationale for for what's going on right now, and and I, I'm sure like everyone, you're, you're taken aback when you have your stud pitcher Strasburg saying, "Well, I'm wheezing, so I can't pitch." Well, no one's asking you to jog on the mound. Not no one's saying run in place and then throw a pitch. Yes, you can get winded. I imagine pitching, uh, but dude. You, you this you're needed. Isn't this where you put all that aside? You know, uh, you you saw. You know, people always talk about performance, uh, performance enhancing drugs. Well, you saw Kurt Schilling out there shot up in his lower leg and and bleeding through his sock and 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 pitch. So you can't pitch through a little. And you can speak more to this. You, you've dealt with asthma. Have family members that have dealt with it, but. So you felt a little out of breath jogging, and, yeah, and I, now you can't. I don't pitch? understand. I mean, anybody who's got—I mean, I, I've got asthma. My mother has asthma. My wife has asthma. And the way that it is dealt with nowadays, it's totally manageable. I mean, you have yeah. inhalers. You've got preventable stuff. There's things that you take, and you're usually fine. And even when you get in a situation, you have emergency stuff. You're fine. You can get through it. So, and I don't even think he's an asthmatic. But yeah. and this is this is you know 2012 they shut him down because they were worried about him in the postseason in the innings limit which is a huge controversy. Last year he missed the postseason because of an injury, and now an elimination game he's not going to be pitching because of this. I mean, unless you have the flu, like the flu can mm-hmm. knock you out so bad you can't right. even get out of bed. And right. I don't even know if people have gotten the flu yet. It's too early in flu season. But you're telling me he's got like a normal cold or something right. along those or mold. Or air conditioning stuff, or allergies, and he can't start in this game. Excuse me, right? Like, what in the hell is that? Like, what is wrong with him? Like, you—if he can not start in game four, and then if you think about it too, it's a—it's you know the game gets postponed too, right? But I mean, if you yeah. can't start in game four, but you can start in game five, what do you have that's so bad? That you can't start in game four. I'm with you, and, and it's it's unique to baseball. Some of these injuries or ailments that pitchers, in particular, have to scratch a start. You know, neck uh, they slept wrong, or you know something they got a cramp here or there. It's unique to them uh, when they they miss starts. And and but this one here, I didn't think it. Uh, I didn't think this was at that level or on that level where you would say. No, I can't go, Skip. Really? Uh, You're wheezing a little bit? Well, if you get out there and you're out of breath and you start hyperventilating and the the moment's too big for you, okay, we pull you. But we know the moment's not too big for you. You've been out there before. You started game one for us. You pitched a a gym. And and now you're telling me just because you were wheezing during a jog? No one's asking you to go out there and run a 40, run 100 meters. We're asking you to stand on the mound and... Toss a baseball. How out of breath do you get from tossing a baseball? Now, he's been a guy who's known to not like his routine changed. So maybe it has something to do with that. And he's just super stubborn about it. But if you're telling me that this is the truth, I mean, that's some weak stuff, man. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not usually one of those, you know, rub some dirt on it, go out there and and and, and go get them if someone's legitimately injured. But, I mean, this to me sounds like a total cop-out. And how can you be a legitimate major league pitcher and tell me that you can't pitch in a game four because you're under the weather and your manager's out there talking talking about air conditioning? 
air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, this is one of those things that, wow. you know, you get the old school, new school NFL mentality of, of man, get out there. And yeah. I played with this. I played with it. There's probably baseball players that played, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or yesterday that are beside themselves yeah. saying, this is a playoff game. Your team has never won a playoff series. Thank you. And you're telling me because of air conditioning and mold, you're a little bit under the weather and you're not going to pitch. Mold around Chicago. Mold in <laughs> Chicago. You were just there, dude. You do look a little, little peakish. I mean, what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. It's the in and out of the air conditioning. Yeah. It was definitely the what mold it was. The mold at Soldier Field. I mean, come on. Anti-cramping medicine and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Thank God, Dusty. Get Baker's. some tussing, man. Yeah, come seriously. on. Thank God, Dusty Baker's not a doctor because he'd be the worst doctor <laughs> in the world. Dusty, I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, here's some anti-cramping medication and stay away from the mold. From mold around Chicago. Just pathetic. Yeah, Just pathetic. that's a new one there. That's yeah. a new one. I'm now like hoping, you, Dusty, but wow. I'm now hoping Tanner Roark just gets crushed in this really? game. Oh, of course. Well, I don't want the Nash. I don't. I don't like either one of these teams that I really don't like the Nationals. So. I mean, I, I just I, this it would serve them right if this is the way that it went down. All right, coming up next, we got some college football to talk about. Is Gary Anderson just weird? Is that why he walked away from twelve million dollars? We will sort through all that next. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, Michael Leach went on a 10-minute <laughs> dissertation on the college football playoff. So what I want to do is I want to just start this 10-minute answer on the college football playoff right now. Okay, so you just start it. Okay, mm-hmm. Just go ahead, Pete. I think 64. And what we'll do is but yeah. I think the we'll keep it running, 16. all right? Okay. And we'll just, in the midst of the rest of the college football conversation that we have, We'll just bring up the audio at any point and see see where he's at with it. Okay? Okay. All right, so just bring it down now, Pete. All right, just know that Mike Leach is still talking, and it's still running as we talk about this Gary Anderson story again. So yesterday we were talking about Gary Anderson leaving Oregon State and leaving $12 right. million on the table. Yes. Now there's been some text messages that have been recovered. Yeah, he was uh, apparently kept in constant contact with a longtime writer. And some say he's a beat writer. Others say he's just a columnist uh, there in, in Portland. And uh, this guy, Casano, I believe is his name, uh, shared some of these text messages with the general public yesterday. And, and they're kind of contradictory because in some of them you hear Gary Anderson throwing his uh, assistant coaches under the bus. But these are some of the same assistant coaches that were with him at Utah State where he was prior to going to Wisconsin. They went with him to Wisconsin, and then they went with him to Oregon State. So you know these guys. They know you. And to say uh, to, to drop them in the grease and say they're not coaching in the manner in which you would like, well, you would think having gone to the, all three places with you, been with you a long time, that they would understand how to implement your particular program, your per- particular philosophy, but yet you're frustrated with – their, their their efforts. Uh, so that was interesting. And then uh, on the flip side, you say, well, I'll, I'll bite the bullet here. I'll take the, the hit, and I won't force you to pay me all the money that's owed, the $12 million, but I want to be able to take care of my coaches, certain coaches uh, that have done what I've asked them to do. So it was very uh, interesting to read those text messages and try to sift through and make sense of where – 
uh, Coach Anderson's coming from because you and I both, I think everyone, when you see this and a guy's leaving $12 million on the table, the, the cynical – uh, portion of you like, wait a minute, there's got to be more to this story. I, I, I still believe that there is. Before I respond, let's listen a little more. Is Mike Leach still talking? Oh, is he still talking? Okay, now the suspense is really starting to get thick <laughs> because, you know, Division Two might do it differently. No, in fact, they don't. They do it exactly, exactly. Yeah. You could pull it down now. Just so, so he'll keep going. We'll check in from time to time. Uh, that was a good place to to bring it up there. It's yeah. absolutely perfect. Um, so uh, these are some of the text messages, by the way, so you know. On September 20th, I hired the wrong blank guys and are still working our way through a bunch of recruiting years at Stunk. It's year three. If these blanks can't get it right, I will not just say fire them and start over. That's not the way to go about it. If I blank it up that bad, I will take the bullet and ride off into the sunset. I will stay old school. I will not die doing this. So then he texted, I am fixing this place if it kills. So, I mean. Well, he's it, at one point he's saying in the uh, text messages, uh, he's saying, I will stay here. We have seven games left. I'm here through the uh, for the long haul. I'm here for the fans. I'm here for these players. I love these players. And then you have other messages where he, he's stating that uh, I'm done here, they can have the $12 million, even though I have them by the you-know-what for $12 million, I won't take it. I'll just walk away. So I, I'm so confused, as I'm sure a lot of people were reading those text messages. They, they have one battle after the next, and at the end, guess what? They sort out a champion, and it's called the Super Bowl. And there's not interest diminished because people are captivated. Right, you can bring, them, bring them back there. By the way, we have left this running. This is not no. just us hitting cuts. We've just we yeah. started it. We've left it running, and we just keep bringing it up. Um, and this is one answer from Mike Leach yesterday on uh, on the college football playoff. I guess the question that I have about Gary Anderson is: Is it possible in 2017 in big time college athletics for someone to actually leave a job and not take that money in some way, shape, or form because he felt like he didn't deserve it? it do we believe that anybody is capable of that? And if you think yes, then maybe Gary Anderson actually is that guy. But yeah. to me, I'm, as you say, cynicism. I am the king of cynicism. Yep. I am the, the grand marshal of the cynicism parade. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, You're riding in the car right, waving. Right, waving. He's, the, he's sitting in the convertible. <laughs> yep, that is me. I, I don't believe that anybody, because you've got people to worry about, people like a family right. and everything else, and that – and even if you're not selfish in that way, you think like, hey, like they decided to give me this money and I the things that I could do to take care of future generations of the Anderson clan, I'm going to do. So I think there's probably something else that the university was able to hold over him that would that led him to this decision. Mike Leach, quickly. If you wanted to go 64, which I think would be brilliant, <laughs> 10 regular season games. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brian. Respond. Well, no, I, 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 as I said, my first inclination when hearing about this was like, uh-oh, something's afoot. And we briefly discussed it yesterday when Bob Stoop stepped down. And everyone was thinking, no, there's no way he's leaving this job. He's all-time winning his coach. There's something else to this. And he's done this right at the end of spring ball. He could have announced it sooner, made Lincoln Riley the head coach, but he didn't. Something's afoot here. Uh, and, and and there wasn't anything other than here's a guy that was worried about his health, like his his father uh, died young, and, and he wanted to get out of the game 
on top, and, and, and so Coach Stoops did that, and, and he's also asserted that, no, I will not be entertaining any more collegiate jobs nor pro jobs. So it looks like he, he's done with coaching altogether. And, and here in this situation, it, it, it's, it, it's baffling because Coach Anderson's all over the place with these text messages. Yeah, I want to take care of certain coaches, uh, and, and, and no, I don't want the twelve million they're owed to me. Even though, what'd you hear about him? Like through the the well, in, I, inner I've heard, circle of I've college heard that football. He, 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 he's a he's a different bird. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's he's a different cat. And he had to fall out there at Wisconsin with Barry, Barry Alvarez. He wanted to bring in some JUCO players and run a certain type of offense and, and do it his way. Barry Alvarez didn't want to allow that, and and so he moves on. And he goes to Oregon State where he's allowed to build that program in the manner in which he saw fit. And, and now it, it hasn't taken hold or shape. And, and, and so he's dropping everyone in the grease in, in, in one text message. And then he's saying in others that uh, I'm going to take care of these guys. So I, until he can sit down and come clean and, and, and share with us his inner thoughts, I don't know what to think about him. But you know, a lot of people have said that I've spoken with uh, since yesterday that – yeah, he's a guy that, that dances to a totally different beat. Team with the worst record has to come to your place. You play home and home. Okay, so then then after that, you get the Bulls involved. But you're at the Bulls for a shorter period of time because you're just basically Thanks, getting Mike. there to the bowl. Appreciate that. He didn't get interrupted once during no, this, by the way. No, no. People, they, they look forward to this. They, <laughs> they look forward to him going on these little diatribes and uh, doing his thing. So, wow. Yeah, we've had him on Inside College Football the last few weeks because he's been going off on something, whether it was Sam Darnold and young guys playing at the pro level, uh, you know, this deal here. The whole loudness uh, the, of the stadium the, thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, yeah. So he, he's been on a roll here the last few weeks. Uh, by the way, we've got Cliff Kingsbury joining us about a half hour from now, so you don't want to miss that. And then also tomorrow on the show, we've got a big challenge. Because I have to reset an interview several times, introducing and then reminding the audience that we are speaking to Ken Niamatololo. Ken Niamatololo. Ken Niamatololo. Wow. (laughs) Niamatololo. It rolls right off the tongue. Niamatololo. Niamatololo. Say it, Mikey B. Niamatololo. 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 <laughs> Niamatololo. All right, Thank got, you. Yeah. It's easy. Did you see him high step inside? I did. What a great and game. He's not usually that excitable. Well, we we saw some some of that versus UConn last year when UConn screwed it up there at the end of the ball game. He was high step. It was more in place because his his coaches were holding him back. He was still tied to the the headset and all that. It's a lot. And then <clears throat> and you could make the matchups real interesting and everything else. Okay, so then back to the then you get back to the playoffs, and so you go. You could get it all done uh, by uh, January first or sooner, depending on how you did it. And you can even just map out the weeks, and it works out pretty easy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.